I'm your host, Kaylee, and I love my career as a venue manager and now owner. I'm a glutton for punishment, coffee addict, and an ambitious leader. I've seen and done some unglamorous things in this chosen career path, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Let's talk about the ups and downs of venue ownership, and I'll fill you in on the crazy stories, give you some knowledge on the nitty gritty details, and share my passion for this industry. Stick around, and I'm sure you're going to understand why operating a venue, although rewarding, is elegantly unglamorous. Okay, so hopefully you listened to the first introduction episode, just giving you a little bit of background about myself, about my passion, and my future hopes for this podcast. If you haven't, make sure you go back and you listen to it. And also make sure that you subscribe to this podcast on Spotify or give us a rating and a review on Apple Apple iTunes. See? So um, one thing to know is I will never edit this episode to cut out any goofs. Like I, if I'm going to stutter, I'm going to stutter. And I'm just telling you that we're not perfect. And that's my whole purpose too, is that it's very unglamorous industry and we need to stop making it always look glamorous and realize that we're humans. So um, this week I wanted to talk about what it takes to be a venue manager or a venue owner. Because I don't think that a lot of people discredit themselves, that being an entrepreneur, it takes certain skills and certain, you know, a certain type of person to be an entrepreneur. And it does, but everything can be taught. But there's certain things that you have to have in order to be successful. And a lot of that is just personal things that (laughs) you need to obtain. Your personality, your willpower, that kind of stuff is what it really takes to be an entrepreneur Um, and to be a venue owner. So I have this thing that I think venue owners usually are such optimistic people. We usually can only see the positive side of a situation. (laughs) That is me all over. I always will hype myself up with the positive thinking and positive, you know, outlook on everything. I don't think about the negative stuff very often and I don't think about consequences too much. I usually am just a quick reactor and I do things very instinctively. Um, I guess I just have this intuitive thing where I'm like, I got to do that. That's what I'm going to do. And I just do it. So, but that has gotten me in trouble. So let me back it up and let me teach you what you really should, what skills you should have to be a venue owner. So listen, you starting off, you don't need an education. You don't, you don't need a degree and you definitely don't need to be a salesman. I'm not the best salesman whatsoever, but I have certain qualities to help me make sales, right? So I, I, I listen, I've got my degree. I've got my degree in communications and I have a minor in psychology. <laughs> so I have a little bit of education. Do I use it all the time? Not really. Um, I use it a lot more for marketing and for social posts and for things like that. But I don't use it mostly like in interaction with clients. 
Um, I don't use it to make sales too much, um, but I do have a little bit of psychology on that. Then I do process some information, but it's not my first go-to. And to be honest, a lot of my degree, I can't tell you what I learned. <laughs> I know a couple things, um, but I can't tell you everything that I learned because it probably went in one year and out the other. And I got my, you know, $60,000 piece of paper and I said, great, I'm a college graduate and I've never really applied it much since. So to start off, to be a venue owner or manager, you do not need to have a degree. You do not need to have education. But what you do need to have is self-discipline and accountability. So self-discipline, I have a lot of self-discipline. And that's just because I create my own schedule. I create you know, my own productivity. So if I'm not being productive, the business is not being productive. If I am not holding myself accountable for my actions and for my lack of actions, then there is nothing going to build this business. So it's showing up to work every day. It's showing up you know, putting in the hours and making the effort and holding yourself accountable for your failures and for your success, holding yourself accountable for those and recognizing that, okay, that didn't work. And it didn't work because I didn't put enough time into it. It didn't work because I went into it with a negative thought and negative kind con- I don't want to use that word. Um, I just went into it with a negative kind of outlook. And so it's not going to be positive experience. So holding yourself accountable, self-discipline, showing up to work every day, because that's the hard part. When you're an entrepreneur, if you don't put in the 50 hours a week, it will show. If you do it as a hobby and only do it on the weekends, it will show. If you want this to be a legitimate business and you have goals, certain goals, let's say to hit six figures or to hit a million dollars, which is my goal, we are going to be a million dollar business. If I have anything to say about it, I'm going to get there. So if you have any goals that you want to reach, you have to have self-discipline to reach those goals. And I'm not talking about self-discipline as in you you broke your dieting. Like, <laughs> listen, I'm not a dieter. I cannot diet to save my life. I'm a chubby girl and I'm happy being a chubby girl. And, you know, so, but what d- self-discipline I do have is mentally. Mentally, I am very self-disciplined that I have set schedules and set times that I do things and I make sure that I do them because if I don't do them, I know that I'm not going to get a positive outcome from those. So I hold myself accountable. If I don't do that, then guess what? I better be working like the next day and I will. (laughs) Um, Another thing is, is you really have to be customer friendly and have a servant's heart. You want, you have to want to serve people because This business is all about people. It's all about interacting. It's all about being customer friendly. That does not mean that you have to believe that customer is always right. But what it does mean is that you have to have a friendly outlook on life. You have to have a friendly demeanor. You need to come off as warm and inviting. You are in the hospitality industry. So you are inviting people and creating a space and creating an environment 
for people to feel welcome. So you yourself need to be welcoming and you need to have a servant's heart because you are there to serve people. You are there to make their time and their experience one of a kind, right? That's the whole point. So if you don't have a server's heart, if you're easily frustrated with people, if you get ticked off because someone asked you a question and you thought it was a dumb question, this business probably isn't for you. If you if you can't stand people, this business is not for you. <laughs> At least the customer service part is not for you. So now also, you need to be an out-of-the-box thinker. Out-of-the-box thinker because you have to have some kind of creative bone in your body or you have to have a team that has a creative bone in their body because what happens is we are constantly trying to stay up with trends. And we're talking about design trends and we need to make sure our building is always, you know, trendy because if it's not trendy, you're not making sales. (laughs) And you got to be an out of the box thinker because when you come into trouble or you have issues, you have to think creatively or be a quick thinker to react to certain situations. So what happens if your toilets go out of your venue or the plumbing stops working or something happens? Well, you better be a quick thinker and be calling a plumber or you better be calling some porta johns because... (laughs) you're going to need them. Like you need to be a quick reactor and think out of the box and think quickly. Because if you don't, you're going to be finding yourself in a lot of negative situations and not being able to figure out how to handle them. Because there's going to be a lot. I'm telling you, every client, every wedding, every event, there is something that I'm dealing with that I need to be a quick thinker and react. And if there isn't, I'm very skeptical and I get nervous. (laughs) And I have anxiety because I'm constantly waiting for that to happen. And the final thing that you really have to have is self-respect. Because since you probably have a server's heart, you lose some self-respect a little bit. (laughs) Because it never fails that when you have a servant's heart, your heart is very sensitive and you can really get beat down a little bit. Um, but if you have enough self-respect and enough confidence in yourself, that hurts a little bit less. And I have had to build this over time because I can tell you when I started, I did not have the confidence that I needed. I constantly needed reassurance from my partner. And what happened was my sales were not performing because I I wasn't confident and I didn't have the self-respect to realize what our pricing should have been, to really fight for my business and to fight for the hours and the time that were put into the business. I didn't have the respect of that. So I was underpricing myself. I was underpricing the venue. I wasn't realizing the amount of time, the hours that were going into it. And I really wasn't respecting myself. And I wasn't respecting my energy that I put into operating this business. So that may, that may take time to de- develop for you. And it really does come with experience. 
Do I have the most experience in this? Probably not. But if you talk to someone who's had 30 to 50 years experience in the hospitality or restaurant or venue ownership, they're going to tell you that they have a lot of boundaries. They have a lot of self-discipline. They have a lot of accountability to show up when they're supposed to show up. They are probably, you know, a server, have a server's heart. They're quick thinkers and up the utmost self-respect for their time and their energy that they put into the business. And they use that wisely. So that's this week's episode. And I hope that you reflect on this and you're thinking, wow, you know, I am all of these. I checked the box on all this and I think I'd be a great venue owner. Great. That means you have the first step of being a venue owner. You have acknowledge that you have what it takes. You have what it takes. And I hope that this inspires you that if you don't have self-discipline or if you're showing up late to meetings all the time and you don't have the accountability to develop those skills to better yourself and to better your business. So that is it for this week, guys. I hope that you enjoyed and you walked away with a little bit of inspiration. See you next week. Do you know another venue owner, event professional, or maybe an entrepreneur that you think will benefit from this podcast? Why don't you share it with them and help me inspire others? Stay informed by following or subscribing to this podcast. You'll be notified each time an episode is posted. You can also follow me for more tips and inspiration on Instagram at Elegantly Unclamorous Podcast or on our website at ElegantlyUnclamorous.com. I'll see you next time.